Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand by Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Doing great. How are you doing, Tom? I'm pretty good. I got to be honest. I froze there for a second. I forgot what I call you. Um, <laughs> I want to point out really quickly. Uh, that I am actively concussed. I, yes. I do have a concussion, uh, tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've, this is my third podcast today <laughs> with, with a fucking concussion. Uh, but the shows must go on. <laughs> And Tom has taken up amateur boxing, sort of a fight club. That's, that's, I don't know if you guys saw the article about the fight club up in the Bronx, but that is me. Um, that was me in the picture. It did there look like 200 podcasters every day. <laughs> Uh, people thought that uh, Jake Flores and Luis J. Gomez were just mad at each other because of Twitter, but actually a lot of stuff was happening in that fight club that, that led to a lot of the animosity you're seeing. Um, we should introduce the guest here, and then we'll get into this concussion of mine <laughs> real fast. Uh, but uh, Andy Woodhull's here. What a delight. How are you, Andy? Hey, fellas. I'm good. I'm so happy you're here, man. It's oh, nice to it's see. Great to be here with you. Nice to see a friendly face, you know. As I, I want to hear about this night. concussion. Was it the kids at the park that you play basketball with? <laughs> no, but it was basketball Those related to. That own you constantly. They never <laughs> own me. Actually, I uh, fucking destroy Those their asses. That you play basketball with, and when they pick teams, you're often left on the bench. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen, Andy. That's not <laughs> what happens. That's first what of you all, complained to me about. First of all, no, and you second of all, that was in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it works out on the streets of Brooklyn. Is we all gather around every resident of, of Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, and uh, everyone gets picked for a team, and I always get picked last. What a tragic story! But it's not true i confess to andy that i was a mentor to a local child in this town <laughs> on the on my court uh, who constantly pumped me up by telling all of his friends what a great shooter i am and uh did i dream him in my concussion uh, <laughs> in my concussion state <laughs> it's actually just a kid who's actively beating the shit out of me and i'm like i'm your mentor <laughs> you respect me um uh, you taught him so much about winning fights. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, friend of the show, maybe now enemy, I don't know, uh, Shane Torres uh, was trying to fire a behind-his-back flash pass um, to a teammate <laughs> on the perimeter, and instead uh, he just slammed it right into my fucking face. And uh, it was almost as if he wanted it to go at my face <laughs> with how accurate it went it was... into my head. It was wild to see. I was on the court as well. Um, and, and just the second it happened, before I'd even seen you react, I was like, oh, we're, the game is over. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not playing anymore. Yeah. And normally a ball to the head, like that happens. But this was the hardest pass he's ever thrown, I think. <laughs> it was like he summoned some strength that, as if he had to save a child from under a vehicle. <laughs> That he and used behind the back too. Yeah. Well, I was, I was trying to explain it earlier. It's like he had to have more torque. Like, because he was going to the perimeter, so he's <laughs> on the back, just directly into my face. 
And it was one of those things where I instantly had a headache. Like my head was pounding immediately. You're so bleeding, I too. and I was bleeding. I had a yeah. cut uh, on my <laughs> eye uh, where uh, where I usually don't like to bleed from. That is that's just a me thing. <laughs> I normally, if if I could pick one place to not bleed from, I'd I'd go eye. And it just happened. It just so happened that that was the one place that I was bleeding from, and. Uh, I was I didn't know that I had a concussion until I got uh until I got a few steps away and I was like, Oh, my head is pounding and I am wanna throw up and so Yeah, it was that uh not a pleasant experience and it was a brutal thing where we were gonna quit. Uh, I could have just left and we played one more game and it's always yeah. one more that gets you. Uh playing but- the next game. Uh, I was not playing great. Also, that that hurt uh, as well. Uh, hard to say which hurt more, you know, because I had just had a good game where I I subbed in and I I had two I hit a couple threes. I was feeling good, won a game, uh, and then just had to do that one more. You know, they is when you're suffering a head wound, the best cure is listening to ska. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. And uh, that is what we will be doing today and what we have been doing today. Less than Jake is the subject and Andy Woodhull is the guest. Yeah. Andy, can you tell us uh, why uh, why less than Jake? You, you, you came up with it very quickly, which I was happy about because we booked you very last minute. And, uh, was I was clearly a villain. No, no, no. You were not a fill-in. We actually just didn't book anybody. (laughs) It's much worse. (laughs) We just respect our guests so little that we ask hours. That's true. Shane Torres is throwing basketballs at you behind his back. Yeah, I'm certain. I kind of think he might have done it on purpose, and a a lot of people seem to think that. Apparently, he's a bad guy. I don't know. I I didn't say it. Well, I love, uh, I lo- always have loved Lesson Jake. I was a huge Lesson Jake fan in high school and college. Still like him. Don't listen to him as much. But uh, today, when I was going through to pick songs, I listened to a uh, release of theirs from this year, and it's fucking great. Oh, they still shit. got it. All right. They're that's still, good to know. They're still putting out jams like you wouldn't believe. Look at you want to dance your little face off. They're, they're great. Damn. Do you, remember when, do you remember when it was cool to have like, you get an aftermarket CD player in the car, and then knowing if someone stole it, you have to put in a key CD. What? Do you guys remember? No. It was a safety yeah, no. feature. It was a safety feature. If your car was like separated, the stereo was separated from a battery, you you could designate a key CD, and you would have to put that in to make it start up again. I've oh. never heard of this. Mine was less than Jake. Hello, Rockview. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Feels like technology that could not have been relevant for more than a calendar that was, year. That was my key on my 2000, no, not to 1994 Nissan NX1600, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Couldn't yeah. dream of getting the radio to play without that CD. <laughs> and I would drive around with the T-tops off and blasting less than Jake all over Elkhart, Indiana. Oh, shit. My key CD would, of course, be Alicia Keys. That, that's how I'd remember. <laughs> I keep on robbing people's CD players. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I had. Ne- I got to be honest. I, I think, I think we've talked about this on the show, maybe or maybe just 
I've said it to Tommy when this band has come up, but I never listened to Less Than Jake, and I didn't know that they were ska punk. I didn't I didn't even know the category that they were in. I think I got them mixed up with something else. I thought they were emo. I just thought they were straight up emo. Um, I something think they like they say they're pop punk. Yeah, they say they're ska because of the horns, but I think they consider themselves pop punk from what I've read. Sure. Whoa. Okay. What do you think about that, Andy? Does that piss you I mean, off? I'll buy it. It's fine with me. Ska, pop punk, whatever it is, it's fucking great. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You want some? You want some horns? Your ska. You want to mess this with <laughs> ska? You're gonna get the horns. Um, well, I mean, if you're just gonna say horns, make it a ska band. Then Huey Lewis and the News is a ska band. I yeah, think, and, I think and a great one a at that. Than Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the second band I thought of that I would have defended? Less than Jake is a no go. Oh, interesting. It's funny because I it thought I thought that we had already there. done less than Jake, but I don't know what I was getting it mixed up with. Maybe it's just that a few people have pitched them, and yeah, I I didn't know what I I didn't know what to expect uh, listening to it, other than you set me up by saying that you liked ska. So I just was oh, like, yeah. oh, this is going to be very horny, baby. Um, <laughs> And uh Tommy, what's your what's your background with this band? You know, I, I couldn't uh name a less than Jake song prior to today. I, but I, I was very aware of them as a band and I thought I knew one song. I was like, Well, I love that one song and then I looked it up and it was a real big fish song. They played right after I finished the playlist, let uh Real Big yeah. Fish came on and I only I was like, this might be a different band, but I'm not certain. And then I, I only knew because I, it was the seventh song on a six song playlist. So I was like, That's... how dare you compare that sellout piece of shit and real big fish with true artists like Lesson Uh Hell yeah. Really quick before I forget to, because I, I want to plug it up top. Uh, and we haven't, uh, I, I forgot to. Uh, we're very, we're dangerously close to a hundred patrons on our Patreon. And when we do that, we decided we're going to do, uh, we're going to stream a, a stand by your band battle of the bands. So, uh, get on there, uh, just for the Patreon people, of course. Uh, but we're very, very close. And again, just like last week, if, if we get too many comments from the page, if you, if you're a Patreon subscriber and you leave a comment about whatever band we're talking about, we will certainly read it. So you get a guaranteed, and it's only three dollars a dang old month. That's cheaper than a cup of Tommy's piss, and I have been selling that for three dollars and fifty cents. It's the gift that keeps giving. That trick toilet I bought him for oh last Christmas. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, get in there, uh, and it's cheaper if you do the the whole year. Uh, you get a ten percent discount. What a steal! Uh, a bunch of people joined this past week, so welcome to those people. But uh, yeah, just wanted to get that out, get ahead of it, and uh, now we can continue the stinking show. Uh, Andy, tell us a little more. So, you're what age are you when the when this is really hitting? I'm forty. No, <laughs> and sex and location. <laughs> yes, yes, please. please. <laughs> right here on the floor. Come on. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> I would say like uh, fifteen, sixteen. Nice. Hell yeah, when I can I see first this. Started really getting in. into LTJ. Yeah, baby. 
I could see that really popping off uh, right around then. Should we go ahead and hear a song? They, sure. th- I didn't realize, like, I had heard some of this uh, definitely from, uh, oh, look at that, Chain Torres, How's the Eye Man, 25 <laughs> hours later, <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had heard them on Tony Hawk. Uh, they're, they're a band oh. that fits into that realm i don't even know what song but i i'm certain i've heard them before makes um, sense i saw them on the warp tour more than once yeah baby they're a big warp tour band according to a lot of the comments that i was reading here um let's go ahead and hear all my best friends are metalheads this is a fair request and i promise i will not judge any person only as a teenager If you will constantly remind yourself that some of my generation judges people by their race, their belief, or the color of their skin, and that this is no more right than saying all teenagers are drunken dope addicts or blue sniffers. Best friends are metalheads. Hmm? What a that? great jam, right, fellas? I liked it. Uh, that was very I fun. I, I was really getting into it. I gotta tell you, I I'm kind of pissed off because, uh, and this may have been an irresponsible pick, because uh, I don't think it's good to bang your head around while you have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing it, baby. I I liked that. <laughs> doing it anyway. You can see Tom's brain coming out of his ear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. What a why that song, Andy? Well, listen, that's the that's the break. That's the number one song right there because uh, it was the first concert I ever went to. My brother took me. He lived in Milwaukee. I think I was sixteen, and I drove from Indiana to Milwaukee, Ooh. Uh, and with friends. And we went to see the Sky Against Racism concert. Sky <laughs> took on racism back in 97 and, or 98. And, and how did that turn out? Who won? Sky won. Racism's <laughs> over. <laughs> Sky has been fighting against racism since the late 90s. Goddamn if they didn't do it, you know? <laughs> that did come was, up in the Facebook comments. Yeah, yeah. It's not racism tour. So it's funny you were there. Really? That is really I had funny. A great time. I had a great time. Uh, so much fun. It was like, uh, and and I bought a T-shirt because I had so much fun. I wanted people to know that I went to a cool concert, so I had a Scott against racism T-shirt. And they were out of my size, and I bought one that was super small. <laughs> so I was already self-conscious about wearing it because of how tight it was. Sure, and that's what I was concerned about. How tight. <laughs> The shirt was, and I I was seventeen or eighteen at the time. My body was sick, you know. I wasn't ashamed of my body. It was just mm-hmm. a tight tight shirt. Sure, sure. And uh, then a very cool 
black guy at my school told me that I should never wear that shirt again. Oh, man. That was the only time the shirt was ever worn. <laughs> That's the worst, man. The, when you have a shirt that you're... Do you say it because of That's the fit so or because wish, of the message? You know what? I didn't ask. I didn't <laughs> ask. I just... I, I was self-conscious, and then he was much cooler than me, and I was yeah. like, all right, I guess I made a mistake. But Sucks when a cool kid ruins a shirt for you. I had that yeah, happen. I may have told this story on the podcast before. I don't know, but I had a kid... I I used to wear and one basketball shirts all the time. <laughs> Uh, I would I would wear them to school, and I thought they were the coolest shit that ever existed. And I had one shirt that said, "I hope you brought lotion because you're about to get burned." Uh, <laughs> sick, sick burn on whoever I'm about to yeah. play. Uh, and this this kid who was uh, very cool goes, uh, "Well, I hope you brought lotion because I'm trying to masturbate." <laughs> and <laughs> and. Uh, Never again did I wear that shirt to school because it was also at an age where I was very ashamed of even the word masturbate. I was like, "Don't say shit like that." That's Are you sure inappropriate. That was an shirt and not a Big Johnson shirt. <laughs> Damn, that might have been that their collaboration, <laughs> their very unpopular collaboration. <laughs> they finally got together, and it did not. Uh, it did not go well for me. <laughs> um. You mentioned uh, that you drove from Indiana. You're a fellow Hoosier. Uh, right. What? Uh, when did you leave Indiana, Andy? Uh, when I graduated from high school. Ooh. I moved to St. Louis. That's right. To to college, You're a slew man, huh? Summers, but yeah, slew man. And then I never, uh, I mean, I went back, but that was the last I lived in Indiana was when I was in high school. Damn. Damn. You ever <laughs> miss it? Which is going to come up as we get further into Lesson J yes. and their lyrics and the meanings. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won't get us too far ahead then. <laughs> and their in the, influence on in a the, young Andy Woodhull. <laughs> I won't get us too far ahead in the story of Andy Woodhull and Less Than Jake. <laughs> uh, we should uh, take a quick break because we got a segment we got to get to involving a one Jared Thompson. And so uh, we will be right back with more Stand By Your Band. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, we're back with some more Stand By Your Band, and we have a segment to get to, Andy. It's uh, it's a listener favorite. Um, uh, we have we every episode go to our friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, our resident snob of uh, of music, and uh, a person who claims he created the podcast. Not fact. In fact, that is not true. Um. Jared gives his thoughts on each band we do. I'm very curious what he's going to say about this very band. I was, I kind of thought he might opt out. I wasn't sure if he had any thoughts on them, but it, it looks like he has about two minutes worth. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm also excited to hear because I just listened to you guys uh, with Amy Silverberg. Yes, and uh, you said in that episode, uh, he what he says might 
differ depending on how much he respects the comedian. And I, I'm pretty sure he respects me not at all. So <laughs> well, really I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure we'll find out in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's They Went to Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's They Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Les and Jake. Um, so, yeah, so I under- I remember this band from, like, the tail end of when I used to book punk shows. And I, I think they're from Florida. I think they're from Gainesville. I could be wrong about this, but I just remember, like, the Hot Water Music, Les and Jake people sort of coming into the punk scene at the tail end of... You know, I got married not long after this, so I kind of punched my card out of, like, going to shows or whatever. Um, but, God, I mean, I'm not – I don't remember this, but it sucks, man. I just tried to listen to it, and it just sucks. Like, it's it's almost like you take all the types of music that influence this, and, like, there's good artists, you know, in all walks of that, and – they just took the worst shit from each thing and just made it into this. It's horrible. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there who are younger than me who this is sort of what they came up with. And so they are not going to like that I'm saying this, but it's just it's just not good. Like, it just, it's, it's just not good. Um I wish I could put it, I could be more articulate about it. It's just, it's embarrassed. I feel embarrassed when I listen to it. Like, like, th- like this type of music, just how did this happen? That this ever became popular? Like, I mean, I remember the Voodoo Glow Skulls, which they also had horns and they were a band that I kind of dabbled in at some point. And I'm sure I'd be embarrassed listening to them too, but this just seems worse than that, which in my mind is as bad as it gets in the first place. So anyway, I'm sorry to offend anybody out there that's into this shit, but it sucks. All right, bye. All right, well, you got your answer, Andy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because that is the exact same thing you said about my stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> word for word, same review. <laughs> Uh, did you? Were you familiar with the Voodoo Glowskins or whatever the fuck that band was? Uh, they sound familiar, but no, I I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't yeah. know who they were. I can't I can't remember any of their jams. Uh, you know, I just feel Jared's wrong, man. They got a cool sound. They got two singers. They got a hot ass horn section, and the songs <laughs> make me happy when I listen to them. I got to tell you, I'm pretty surprised that he was that harsh on them because I don't, I did not find them to be repulsive at all. Like listening, <laughs> listening to the, the music, I was like, this is, you know what it is? It was like acceptable punk for me, like the pop punk thing. It, it felt like mm-hmm. a precursor to a lot of the bands that I liked when I was, you know, 15, like a, or 19, even like a band like Fall Out Boy. Or something like it. I felt yeah. very similar vibes from them, like a very acceptable punk to me. Not something, whereas like Rancid or something like that, or the uh, Op- Operation Ivy or whatever is stuff that I'm like, ah, I get it, but I don't, I don't really have interest in listening to it. This is something a little more poppy that I I can get I can get into. <laughs> I have a theory, which is uh, so there was there's one of the I, I searched. We always search uh 
Andy, the band plus mm-hmm. controversy every time we do this. Yes. And mm-hmm. the lesson Jake really has no controversies. You know, they, uh, the only thing I found was one time in Pensacola, Florida, the Westboro Baptist. This is the only Church, thing I found um, too. Yeah. Picket, picketed their show. And I'm starting to think it might have just been Jared, and they yeah. got confused. They thought that <laughs> it, they thought he was the Westboro Baptist Church. He does look like that, yeah. especially was there back any then. Was there, there they never was. Why they? Well, no, I, I mean, no, they were getting they were getting grouped. Acceptance. They were getting grouped together with like Lady Gaga and shit, and it's it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's just another. Yeah, those are other artists. The Westboro Church was mad about. Sure. But yeah, there was no explanation for why they were at that show in particular ever. Uh, Lady Gaga is one of the influence they stole from and just did the shittiest version. <laughs> yes. And they traveled forward in time. <laughs> uh what a what a waste of a time machine. Hmm? <laughs> Andy, what would you do with the time machine? The concussion's oh, kicking in. <laughs> Great question. There was a time that uh Cheez Its made these Monterey Jack big ones. You know, you can only get big and original flavor, but for a time they made a Monterey Jack flavor yeah. and they were great for putting toppings on. I go back in time, I give me some of those crackers. I dude I hear I get a bunch that. of boxes, I bring them to the future, I change the label, people don't even know they exist anymore, I make a million dollars on the hottest cheese that, that ever existed. Dude, have you had the extra cheese uh Cheez Its? I think that's what they are. They're like cheesier. Mm. Let me see here. I mean, probably. I I try every product cheese it puts out. It's a great company. They put out so many different pro- products, and I got to tell you, I was wrong to be uh, shitty about this. So there's an extra cheesy cheese it, and uh, <laughs> another friend of the show, Jeffrey Asmus, uh, who, who was on at some point. I can't remember who he defended. He did Oasis. That's with, right. Uh, Ragov. Um. Jeff and I were in Cincinnati and we were sharing an Airbnb and you know Jeff's not doing well financially he's <laughs> he doesn't take care of himself he's kind of a dumbass and uh I asked him I was like look I'm going to pick up some booze for the Airbnb cuz we're going to we're going to hang out and uh I was like do you want anything else and the only thing he asked for was Cheez-Its he goes can yeah. you get some Cheez-Its those rip and I was like, all right. And the only kind they had was the extra cheesy. So I got those and he was like, I don't know. And then we both had them. We were like, this is the best thing I've ever had. And it, uh, it's so good. Oh, wow. Such a good, I can't. And we are sponsored. We're brought to you this week by Cheese It. <laughs> by Big Cheese It. Congrats, guys. What a big, what a big That's right. Thank they finally so decided to enter the podcasting market, and uh, we're the one. Um, anyway, that's a uh, great answer, Andy. Great answer. Um, should we hear another song? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear another one. Uh, yeah, I, I also looked up the controversy thing, and that's the only thing I found, too. They seem to just be, they seem to be decent guys. I, there's, there doesn't seem to be anything. Uh, They're just out there playing their horns, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy was funny about it. They, I read an, uh, an interview with him where he was talking about getting uh, picketed, and he was like, maybe they found out the truth that, we're, that we worship the devil <laughs> um, <laughs> and love to play guitars. And it was it's a pretty funny line. Um, let's uh, let's listen to the next song that I well here we go let's hear uh, overrated everything is overrated dash everything is mm. 
That is overrated. <laughs> Everything is. Yeah, I love how they put the title like how Yoda would say it. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely do. Do you think they'd be uh, Yoda's favorite band? <laughs> yeah, I think they would be. Mm, I don't think Can so. Can you imagine skanking with those little legs <laughs> just kicking around? <laughs> Um, I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed that song. This is—I've said this about a few bands that we've we've talked about in the past couple months. Where if I had listened to this band, I would have been really into them. I, I'm almost certain of it. I I really like a lot of this, and I'm I'm kind of pissed off that I missed out on this being a band that I got to be into because I this is exactly the type of shit that if I had heard this when I was like 16. Uh, I think I would have I would have really popped off to it. Just me, yeah, sex is overrated. Yeah, yeah. it's so overrated that I'm not gonna have it for another five years. <laughs> that's why that's why I picked that song. I picked it because it's uh, that's the mood of those years of your lives when you're into lesson Jacob. Everything sucks, even the two things that are the best. Yeah, sex and getting wasted. Getting wasted. I that would hit me today. I was like, yeah, getting wasted all the time is a little bit, a bit overrated, but you know, you still got to do it. <laughs> That's the fucked cool. up thing. Uh, um. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. Tommy, what do you think? Yeah, I yeah that. Uh... Of my of the playlist, that's not my favorite, but uh, I don't love the lyrics. But I enjoy uh, enjoy the sound. I I really liked. Maybe it's the concussion that's bringing me back. <laughs> <laughs> the concussions changed me. It's almost like rookie of the year when the guy breaks his arm and all of a sudden he can throw. Now I can hear music differently. <laughs> I can appreciate any kind of music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I did enjoy that. Um let's keep uh let's keep cruising along to these tunes. Um All right. The next song I think we should play is uh History of a Boring Town. And we should say these oh, guys are from one, yeah. these guys are from Florida and uh I saw on the Facebook there was a hilarious uh mishap that happened uh between um what was it? I got to find the names here. I think it was Holly Moore. Uh, is that right? I I'm going to be pissed if I'm wrong about this. And uh and uh Sam Samantha um shit, this really is concussion shit where I can <laughs> Sam Ruddy, Sam Ruddy. I How many I was like I know. <laughs> Uh, there was a great moment where S- Samantha Ruddy wrote this thing about how proud they are of being from Florida and that, that it, yeah. she likes that. And then Holly Moore wrote, they're one of my first shows. Their anti-hometown sentiment really spoke to me as a teenager. Their music holds up. And they're right next to each other in a long list of responses. And uh, they are from Florida. I respect what what is happening there, which is like... I feel that about Indiana. I'm very, I love Bloomington. I, I'm yeah. very, I love Indiana in a lot of ways. And at the same time, God, I fucking hate Indiana. <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> the fact that they could not wait to go red for Trump, it was like, it was the first one and it was the only one for a while that they were like, no, that one we can call. <laughs> that one we're sure about. 
Uh, we're not even counting the votes. We just <laughs> looked at the people. Yeah, we just we just happened into a Walmart in Martinsville, and uh, now we know that Trump is going to win. And I I was in Indiana, you know, a month ago, and I was like, yeah, this one might be going to Trump. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's hear history of a boring town. History of a Warring Town. Andy, why that? I love that song. That might be my favorite Less Than Jake song. It has everything I want in a song. Horns, guys going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And talking about a boring town, they got to leave. <laughs> what, if they, uh, what if they just it's mentioned that big cheese it in there? Then that would be perfect. Oh, oh, I think a lot of people are going to say that that cheese at talk was the best, some of the best stand by your band moments of all time. I've been thinking about starting an all cheese it podcast where I only talk about the different flavors of cheese it's and the releases and stuff and the limited editions. Honestly, special shapes. You you could probably get away with it. They're they they're more prolific. <laughs> Than Tupac Shakur, they they put out more shit. It's so much content that they're putting out in form of food that you consume. Um. Can I say that less than Jake is Cheez Its and uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls are Cheese Nips? That's how I feel. Damn, take over here. Don't do it to them. They are shaking right now. <laughs> Uh yeah that that song uh I enjoyed I I liked so the way I arranged this playlist for myself um the back half really got me where I was like I I could I could listen to more of this um but that song I did enjoy and I I you know I relate <laughs> I really yeah, you're in Indiana. Like, you gotta get out. Sucks. I'm gonna leave. Well, man. I'm from a I'm from a cool part of Indiana, but I get why you would want to leave. The people from where you're from are trash, and uh... I am very nostalgic for it. But I also wanted to leave real bad when I was 17. So the we should can we tell this story real fast about the your album cover? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's how nostalgic I am for Indiana. Elkar, I did a sh- like two years ago. I did a show in my hometown, Elkar, and it was one of the most fun shows I ever did in my life. And then when it came time to do another album, I thought, oh, let me do another one. Let me do another show in Elkar. It was so fun. I would love to capture that. Mm-hmm. And the Elkar flag is an elk, you know, with big elk horns in front of a heart, and then these blue wavy lines. 
Yes. Uh, yes. And so I thought it'd be cool to just like put my face on the elk, keep the horns, the blue wavy lines, all that. And then I show it to a good friend of ours, and uh, he goes, "It looks gay." It looks I mean, gay. we gotta. Can we not say who it is? Do you think that'd be fucked well, up? Tommy Johnny. <laughs> it looks gay. Tommy it looks Johnny. It goes. And, and it, it just seems moment, like and it, it wasn't. He it wasn't was, saying it like. He didn't mean it in the derogatory sense. He didn't mean like, oh, that like he wasn't saying it flippantly, like, oh, that's gay or something. Like, that's he meant like this seems like you're trying to put out an album meant, that is. You, my friend, have made a mistake and have <laughs> accidentally made an album that looks like you're you're gay and like it's and this be is about like it's gay. like a, yeah. that's what the album is going to be. Uh-huh. And nothing what was, negative. It was he just felt that I had made a big mistake. And what was in, in really funny about it is what the album would be. you had already kind of gone through the process of making this. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's it's set up. It's set up like I got the photo out and I was like, this is done. I just sent it to the record label. It's approved. It wasn't a moment of like, give me some notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a moment of like, this is dumb. This is done. You know, the best part, though, was then his, me. Yeah. his wife came out <laughs> said the exact same thing yeah he went to get his she said the same thing and then even to this day you know maybe maybe it looks gay i, I don't know if it does now hopefully my comedy reached some new people i think if, it's good i mean that's a good yeah. thing to happen so uh but it was just funny that they both had the same note <laughs> uh what a great time um shall we hear another song from this what's the album called i'm trying to look this up right now it's live from from, yeah live from elkhart check it out by the way if you don't know about andy woodle i've played i played him on uh i'm a good man i played him on the comedy central podcast to promote his album because he's one of the goddamn best at what he does (laughs) which is stand-up comedy um get in there hey let me tell you something about lesson jake you mentioned this a moment ago i just remembered uh they are from gainesville and one of my favorite nights on the road doing stand-up was a piano bar in Gainesville. You ever do that, kid? No, I've never been to Gainesville. I've only done yeah. I've done very little in Florida. I've only done um, Tampa. I've done two different. I've done both clubs in Tampa. I did Side Splitters and the Improv, and then I've done or- the Orlando Improv, and that might be it. I think that's all I've oh, done yeah. there. Yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time in Florida doing stand-up. I don't know why. There was a cool festival there, the like Orlando Indie Fest or whatever, but I I didn't get around to that. Um, I, it seems like they have a cool scene, but it, like there's some funny people yeah. from there. Like uh, Nick Pupo, I think is from there. But uh, yeah, I just have not spent a lot of time down there. It was not so my I'm, jam. So I'm in Gainesville. I know Lesson Jake is from there. First part of the story, I text. I don't text. I don't have their numbers, but I tweet less than Jake. Like I'm in Rock City, baby. You know, it's something like that. And they sure. tweeted back to me. It was you know. Oh, like, they oh, did. God, I can't. What they say? Less than Jake's getting back to me. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what I said or what they said back. But it was enough that I was having a great night. And then the show sucked. There was only like four people there. But it was at this piano bar, and whoever the opening act was was very musical. As was the host who owned the piano bar. And I can play drums as good as probably a ninth grader that's had a year's worth of private lessons but never really practiced on their own. (laughs) And then for like two hours, they played piano and guitar, and I drummed with basically no one else in the bar, but it was so fucking fun. That is awesome. I also did find the exchange. 
God damn, I'm good oh. at this. <laughs> uh, you wrote at less than Jake. I'm in. Oh, let me do your voice. I'm in Gainesville right now, <laughs> and everyone I talk to says they're friends with one of you. <laughs> Hashtag Rock City. They write back. Probably are. Dot dot. Say hi for us. And uh, hell yeah, I'm friends with them, man. That's sick, dude. Ah, You're very tight back, with them. Your album cover looks gay. <laughs> <laughs> and not, okay. not. And then they wrote dot dot dot. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Less than Jake would never say that. They're all about tolerance. That's that's yes. So they are we. Single-handedly fought racism. <laughs> that is true, and they won. Well, not and we all know that. there were many other bands. <laughs> but did you feel like they were fighting it harder than the other bands? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, we should take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more. Stand by your band. All right, we're back with some more. Stand by your band. We got we got a few more songs to get through here, and then we of course have to get to all the the peanut gallery who has uh who has comments <laughs> about this band. A lot of comments about this band, so I want to give uh an ample amount of time. But uh, let's hear. Look what happened. I really fucking like that song. I thought that was sick. I was really into that. That might be my favorite one on, uh, and I like that they, you know, I love the other, I love the other guy's voice coming in. It sounds great. And, uh, that's what, that, that was where they sounded like fallout boy to me. That other guy's voice sounds a lot Mm -hmm. like Patrick stumps. And, uh, I really enjoyed it. I was into that a lot. Um, yeah, that might be my favorite song. I don't remember though. Because I have a concussion, and so <laughs> I, it could happen that uh, there's one song left that I know isn't it. Uh, but Wait, we should do a concussion check. Just uh, who won the election? Oh, obviously Donald J. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying I I tweeted this and people didn't enjoy it enough, so I deleted it. But that makes it good enough for the podcast, <laughs> which is <laughs> I think it'd be so funny if somebody time traveled to right now, and you know how in movies they'll be like, oh, "Who's the president?" or if they have amnesia or something, or like wake up from a coma, <laughs> they go, "Who's the president?" And then somebody be like, "Have to." It depends on where you're at. <laughs> like some people, well, clearly, it's Donald Trump, and he won again. <laughs> and 
despite what these liberals say. And you're like, no, I just want to know what year it is. I should have said that probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of the rare times in American history where it's controversial to say who won the election. <laughs> Oh, boy. But you know what? The second that Biden takes office, all this stuff will go away. (laughs) Everything will be just fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Let's uh, let's listen to Johnny Quest. uh, Thanks for sellouts. Johnny Quest, thanks for sellouts. I like the yeah. I like the album art on this one. I'm in case we post this to YouTube, which I think I'm going to. If this is cool, if it's cool with you, Andy, do you care if we post this to YouTube? Yeah, you can post it to YouTube, my man. All right, yeah, yeah that, I think that album art's pretty sick. Uh, it looks kind of like a Dinosaur Junior uh, cover, mm-hmm. which I like, except for the font of uh, Less Than Jake. But um, yeah, this was one of my intro songs to Less Than Jake. One of the first ones. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I like to think back on the days when selling out was such a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> now, we, like you sell out before you even create something. <laughs> <laughs> selling out is the new not selling out. It's well, pretty cool. A lot of people have accused yeah. my Cheese It podcast of being a sellout <laughs> show, and I think. <laughs> And Cheez Its has sued me so many times that you would think. <laughs> I love the idea of a guy who's like, no, I'm still doing it. <laughs> Even if I can't stop you eating get, the crackers. You get a lawsuit. You get fucking summons to court. <laughs> oh, man. I um, One thing that made me like this band, I, I definitely heard them before in Tony Hawk and stuff, but today when I was listening to them, I listened to, uh, did you ever listen to TV EP, Andy? No, I don't think so. So that's just they just covered a bunch of TV theme songs. They do like Scooby Doo and a Maniac. Oh, maybe I did. Yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. It's just like eleven minutes of covers. They do the Malcolm in the Middle song, and it just mm. uh, it's like oh, they're they're having fun, you know? They're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> they're life doing is unfair. That's true. <laughs> that's sick. I I like that they did that. I'm uh, you know. I love a TV. Th- we did. We did a whole Patreon episode. No, no, we did a whole regular was, uh, episode. Yeah, Sam Evans. Yeah. Damn, that was back in the day when we put that sort of shit on the main feed. Covers. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon to get shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I love that they do that. I liked that song. I was into that song. I I do think that uh, what that means is that uh, look what happened is uh is my favorite song in this playlist. That leaves us with one left, which is Jin doesn't like me anymore. And I want to say. If I got into this band when I was 16, this probably would have been my favorite song. <laughs> Just angry at <laughs> some lady yeah. and proud of myself that I don't <laughs> I don't care what this girl thinks. Uh but uh this is Jen doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> doesn't like i made out with a girl named jen once you know around this time i made out with her in college and then uh then she didn't really want to hang out again after that and i made a cd with just that song on it (laughs) 10 times i gave it to her (laughs) wait you did well that's i think that's enough for us to cancel andy woodhull cancel andy cancel andy <laughs> at the time i was like her name's jen she'll probably think it's cool that jen is in this song and i didn't think about it until later that like oh i probably seem like a real <laughs> a huge psycho. asshole and psycho by the way andy yeah. look at this album, i was an art. asshole look at that that's how you make an album art <laughs> that's a... <laughs> it's a really cool album cover i thought yeah. mine was cool not it's one part of you goes, hey, I think these guys, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of a good title for your mixtape that you gave to that lady. You could have called it yeah. Jen, Jen Things You Hate About Me? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Might have softened the blow. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we don't know each other uh, that well, so I felt some real disdain there. <laughs> no, that was genuine. <laughs> It also reminded me uh, of going to Lesson J concerts and everybody chanting the Jen Jen part. It was real fun. Real fun. That uh, does seem dancing like Dancing in fun. the mosh pit at the Lesson J concerts. Yeah, that seems like it would be a good time, uh, especially when the music cuts. And, Jen, Jen, Jen. Yeah, yeah that would be All fun. us fellas chanting. Yeah, just all, of course, it's, yeah, I'm assuming for that part, so it's all guys. <laughs> Uh, and the gin that you, the gin you made out with, confirm or deny, yeah. Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, it was Jennifer Aniston. Oh, you yeah. confirm. Okay, good. Yeah, confirm. <laughs> uh, that does it for the playlist. And now we have a very important segment to get to, which is the Peanut Gallery's thoughts on Less Than Jake. And Patreon people chimed in hard. Uh, so 
I think we we got to read some of the Facebook and Twitter. I think uh, this week, but uh, Ali McElwee writes: saw them at Warp Tour 2003. As a hot topic wearing eighth grader, clearly their target audience, <laughs> just realized that uh just realized that Alexis Bladell from Gilmore Girls is the girl in the She's Gonna Break Soon video, LOL. Ah, interesting. Cool. She's gonna break soon, good song too. But it came out a little later than the other stuff, I think. Interesting. I don't know. All right. Trevor Rodman uh says the singer's nasally ass voice is tough to listen to. Uh, $5 bin version of Sublime <laughs> and the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Damn. Trevor going in. <laughs> Ron Trimbath, new Patreon subscriber, I believe, or maybe a re- returning one, uh, says... While other bands like Real Big Fish or the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones or Goldfinger might be the more revered bands from the Scott Punk era, I would argue that Less Than Jake's Bomb Drop is the absolute quintessential single from the era. I know this because every time this song comes on when I'm playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater, a puka shell necklace just magically appears. <laughs> uh, he said appearances. I'm assuming you mean appears. On my neck out of nowhere like it was 1999 once again. You gotta sell those puka necklaces if they're free, Ron. You gotta make a profit. There's a a lot of people don't know. There's a lot of money coming in uh, on those these days. Uh, John Bilancini, I think, commented twice. He said it's level one dash two, not the castle. I, I I don't know if that's a follow up or if it's is it talking about Mario Brothers. Uh, also, he said, should have known Tommy would nail it eventually. Maybe these are, he's, he might be commenting on other, oh, he's commenting on other posts. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's very confusing. Patreon does not make it easy for me, but now you got two right in here. But he said, should have known Tommy would nail it eventually. I want to see if that's related to this. That's uh, from the sex tape. Oh, no, that's yeah. also from the other one. <laughs> so this is from another episode we did on the Patreon. We did video game theme music, so... Mm. Get on there to hear that. Uh, it was very fun. Um, it's so funny because I was so confused by, <laughs> by those two comments, and now I fully know uh, what he's talking about. Okay, Zach Drake uh, wrote, Less Than Jake is cool. It's not a band I'm going to listen to entire albums, but they are a great playlist band. Also completely unrelated, Scott, he'll know it's him, tells me every week uh, when I ask if he heard the Friday Funnies, no, I'm going to sign up. Now your ass has been called out, so subscribe to the Patreon already. You heard it here, Scott. <laughs> Zach called you out. You listen to the show and you don't even have the you don't even have the guts <laughs> to subscribe to the Patreon, Scott. It's three dollars a month. <laughs> you could you could find that under your damn couch cushions, and I know you can. I've seen I know I I see into your home right now, Scott. <laughs> what people don't realize is when they subscribe to this podcast, even the main feed, we do through um through uh what Apple and uh, and also what Jeff Bezos has allowed in the Zuckerberg uh crew, him and his cronies, his cronies, yeah. <laughs> giving us. <laughs> you you were not paying attention to the courts, sir. We have access into your home. 
<laughs> we can see, and I know there's three dollars worth of quarters falling between those cushions every every goddamn month. So get on that Patreon. Zach called you out, and now I am too. Uh, thank you, Scott, for your three dollars a month that I will be waiting for. <laughs> uh, oh wait, is this another one? Oh, Zach also wrote. Uh, Disregard last message. <laughs> he said, hey, I was fucked up on that last one. Scott is struggling right now and truly cannot afford that. Uh, no, he said, hey, most of my note is calling out my friend who lo- who loves the podcast is fucking lazy and won't subscribe because he forgets. You don't have to read that shit, but he deserves it at this point. All right. Well, I read both of them. All right. So I don't know. I have a concussion, Zach. You can't confuse me. <laughs> with Zach, you want to get on the messages. Patreon of my other podcast talking shit about Scott. <laughs> That's all we do. People write in and we say shit about Scott. That piece of shit. All right. Let's uh let's go to Facebook and Twitter where we do have a lot of all comments right. here. Yeah, I'll do Twitter while you uh look up Facebook. Yeah, you go to let's do Twitter first. Let's do it. All right. So we've got uh Jared Logan, um yes. last week's guest. Recent guest. Oh, we have the same birthday, Jared Logan and I. Oh, oh shit. shit. Is and that right? Fact. Similar music taste. November twentieth, nineteen thirty eight. Old asses. Um, God <laughs> Armin. <laughs> Jared said uh they are fantastic. Another of my favorites. Tell the guests that I agree that Less Than Jake is incredibly great. And then a little bit later, pause, tell them he just defended Imagine Dragons. So, <laughs> what does that say about you? <laughs> um, I won't get to all these, but yeah, if you want to make sure you're scheduled, go to the Patreon. Tom Juba said was mine and what seemed like everyone I know's first concert. It was your first concert, Andy. So mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Uh, Josh Austin says, make sure Tommy repeats the inappropriate joke he made about their name on Patreon. I will not. You have to subscribe to hear that inappropriate. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> Shit, I have to subscribe to the Patreon? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ooh, Tim Claridge said, more like less than thrilled. Youch. Is <laughs> about us or about the band? That one hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, Nick Porcaro said, All my best friends are metalheads. Song one from the playlist was a standout on the Digimon movie soundtrack. That's Whoa. Oh, what a hot movie. And then the last one I'll read. Um, I want to get the name. Uh, one of these names that uh, Donate and Phone Bank is all I can read from the name at this point in time. So <laughs> they said, uh, As a teenage band nerd, they made me feel. Like uh, I could maybe be cool. Definitely would not have played trumpet in a ska band without them. And I think that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. There are so many on the Facebook that uh, I'm 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 sorry, but I can only read like six of these. I, we don't have time. Um, the first one I want to read is from Katie East, who says favorite all time band. Seen them maybe fifteen times since I was fourteen. Damn, favorite all time band. Oh. Reading that sort of thing makes me go like oh, I I owe these people some. I think that's why I listened to the playlist with some uh, a more open heart because I was like, and I am having open heart surgery on top of <laughs> now that I have this concussion. <laughs> I thought just to be safe. <laughs> uh, no, that's I mean that's a quite a statement to say. Favorite all time band. Um, Will Carey writes, "Love them." I interviewed the guitarist slash singer Chris. Uh, Demakez or Demakez? I I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I only listened to them for the first time today. Uh, he said, I interviewed him earlier this year, and he was very nice. Their tour with Real Big Fish and Streetlight Manifesto is one of the most fun shows I've seen. Uh, very fair. All right. Um, I want to skip down here to Sam Ruddy, who wrote, Anthem is a perfect blend of ska, pop, and punk. Hello, Rock View is a really fun album that feels like a late 90s time capsule. I love how into being from Florida they are. It's always fun when bands have hometown pride, and Florida just works perfectly for them. Their albums are all very easy to imagine being recorded in a flat, humid, weird Florida college town. I think of all the Scott Punk bands of that era, they really did the best job of incorporating both almost both almost 50-50. They also put on an amazing live show, and I think I've seen them live more than any other band. Wow. Uh, and a lot of people agreed with that. And then uh, I I said earlier, Holly Moore wrote, they were one of my first shows, their anti-hometown sentiment really spoke to me as a teenager. Their music holds up. Uh, yeah, a lot of people agreed with both of those people, which is funny. Um, let's see here. Um, there was a few others here. Uh no, um, I can't tell what the song is, so I'm going to skip that. But a lot of people seem to love them live. So now I'm, you know, pretty pissed that I didn't get a chance to see them live. More than <laughs> one person made uh, a better than Ezra joke about less than Jake. So just know that uh, you weren't the only one if um, if you did it. Uh, I want to read. I wanted to read Mary Houlihan just wrote. Oh no. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she did say, okay, I do have a question actually. They have a song called Last One Out of Liberty City. It starts with an Burn intro. It, it starts <laughs> it starts with an intro. Uh last one out of Liberty City, burn it to the ground. I don't know much about Florida, so I was listening to a podcast, some kind of storytelling. Uh, the person was talking about being from Liberty City and that it's predominantly black. It's not such a safe neighborhood, etc. And so that uh, Less Than Jake song popped into my head and I was like, wait, are they? what are they going for? Now I think the song is potentially racially, in quotes, strange. Am I missing something? Is Last One Out of Liberty City burned into the ground a line from a movie where the riots... Were there riots in Liberty City that they're referring to? I'm just getting a bad feeling. Anyways, ask your guess. LOL. So, Andy, do you have any? Do you know anything about this? Do you have any thoughts? No, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about Liberty City. I just thought it sounded cool to say "Last Man in Liberty City, Burn It to the Ground." I know that they are very against racism and have done <laughs> concerts in support of that cause. So Tommy did tell her that uh, that they did do a tour that was uh, anti-racism. Uh, less than Jake tackling racism on tour uh, from an MTV article. And so we do know that they did fix it. So that was kind of a stupid question. Um, <laughs> uh, Nate Fritzen says, great, great, re- uh, repeat, great live show. Nate Fritzen famously defended the cherry pop and daddies on this show so when you brought up sky i almost brought that up but uh yeah i uh yeah a lot of people on here talking about how great they are in concert 
Bob Grinnett says, Hello, Rockview, Petscore, and Losing Streak are perfect. I have a lot of good memories tied to those albums, but I think they still hold up on their own. Catchy, fun, sometimes funny. Anthem is obviously great. And the one every uh and the one everyone likes, uh, but those three albums were on constant loop for me in high school. All right. That does it for the comments. Like you I too, said, man. there was a ton of Facebook comments. I'm sorry we don't have time to read them all, but if you get on the Patreon, we will you get a guaranteed read. So uh three dollars a dang old month. So do it up. Uh now it's time for final thoughts and review. Andy. Give us your final thoughts on Less Than Jake. Um, well, they're a great band. They're a fun band. They're a band that, uh, you know, when I listen to, makes me remember a certain time in my life. And now I know they're still rocking with Hob 2020 tracks. And so uh, how, how are you going to beat that? They got two singers, which is one of my favorite things in music when they sing back and forth. And uh, more horns, more fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. That's it. Fair enough. Uh, Tommy, I think I... Did you go first last time or did I? It doesn't matter. I forget. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, go first. I'll go. Uh, Cool. Or did you say... uh, Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. Um, I liked this a lot. I liked this more than I thought I would. Um. Not all of it would I revisit or, you know, it's not, it's a band that not unlike a few that we've covered in the, like I said, in the past couple months, I'm, I'm jealous of a version of myself that did listen to this as a, as a 16 year old, because I think I would have really liked it. Whereas now I probably won't be revisiting it. It's one of those things that would have really touched me uh, as a 16 year old. And, uh, uh, you know, I, but I did enjoy listening to it today. So I'm not, you know, maybe I will revisit songs like Look What Happened um, or Overrated. Everything is. <laughs> um, having said that, you know, it wasn't all for me. Um, I think I think I feel comfortable with about a 4.25 out of 6 uh, for this for this playlist, which is not bad. Like that for a band that I knew so little of and, uh, and did enjoy more than I thought I would 4.25 out of six. That's what I'm going with. Tommy, what do you think? Well, maybe I also suffered a concussion recently cause I was going to give a very similar score <laughs> in the same headspace. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it was really fun. And I, again, that same, I didn't really listen to this band a lot. I couldn't name a song like I was saying, but uh, everything I read about them, it just seems like they put out a bunch of music. They play a bunch of shows. They're just lifers. And I watched a video of them performing in 2017. And it just looked like a really fun show. And they just seem like they love what they're doing. And I like the sound. You know, I love the the bass sound. And uh, yeah, the only thing I didn't like, I don't like some of the lyrics, but, you know, it's not for me. Um, specifically overrated. And the Gen 1 seemed a little uh, incel-y. Uh, the Gen 1 felt life. very <laughs> incel yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, yeah, four out of six. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so happy to hear that you put it on a playlist ten times. For like, <laughs> so not not like what like a psycho would do, just like a good guy. Yeah, no, like, just like a guy that thought that she would like that song. <laughs> so Andy, now that you're canceled, what do you give this playlist? <laughs> Man, 
you think I'm canceled for that? I mean, it's pretty oh, fucked man. up what you did, but <laughs> no, no, no. I think everybody knows you're a good man, and uh... Uh, you know she broke my heart. <laughs> uh, Kiss a guy and then not answer his calls to your dorm room phone. <laughs> this was before texting. Uh, you you do get to rate the playlist out of six. What do you what do you got? Oh, I do. Yeah. Well, it's a six out of six. I picked the songs, man. They're I mean, all jams. Hey, that's fair. You'd be surprised. There's there's been times on this fucking show where we've offered the guest this opportunity and they rate the playlist lower than I did, and uh, <laughs> don't think I've forgotten about it. Um, uh, it is not something that I would probably hear now and get into, but it reminds me of a time that was happy in my life going to concerts when I was young and it's fun. Hell yeah. And I'm telling you these new 2020 jams, they're good too. I buy it, brother. I buy it. Uh, you know what else is fun is that we just got an announcement that the movie show will be premiering November 27th. I meant to bring this up way earlier in the show, but, uh, (laughs) it's true. Uh, the show that Andy and I wrote on and shared an office for right up until COVID started and slightly after, um, <laughs> um, maybe a little too late after, frankly, um, <laughs> we'll be premiering, uh, November 27th on sci-fi. So check that out. Uh, Andy, what else would you like people to, to check out on your end? Obviously the album live from Elkhart. And, yeah, live uh, from Elkhart. And oh, your dry bar special, huh? What's that? Dry bar special, if you want. Uh, if you want uh, some good, clean comedy, go check out that dry bar special. And uh, uh, make a Pandora Spotify channel with my name, Andy Woodhall. I got five albums on there. Wow. Yeah, Andy showed me how powerful Pandora could be. And I oh, it's wish powerful. I had never opened Pandora's box because <laughs> it made me feel bad that I do not have an album on there. But... Uh no, check out Andy shit. Andy's one of the fucking best comics, and I love him to death. And I'm so happy you guys you, you joined us, and that uh and that yeah, thanks for having and me. that our fucking show's gonna come out. I thought it wasn't gonna I happen. <laughs> I thought it wasn't gonna happen. I thought COVID took it away from us, but now we're gonna get to see some fucked up shit. On yeah, I always believe sci-fi. it's the silliest fucking show, and it's so fun. And some I, of the I can't most believe anyone would not like it if they watched. It. Some of the most insane things they let us get away with, and I cannot wait to see them. I'm je- I'm so <laughs> jealous of you, Andy, that you get to be there to see it get filmed because uh-huh. you're yeah, in Los Angeles, of course. Well, Tom, what do you think the craziest thing? Maybe you give a little tease for people who want to watch the show. What do you think the craziest Ooh, thing? Well, they they didn't. Remember? They the the creators of the show would not let us get away with saying that Hillary Clinton uh, <laughs> <laughs> murdered. Um, <laughs> Um, I forget who, who we were even. Yeah, who to was say that? that? <laughs> it was. <laughs> we claimed the Clintons of a lot of murder stuff. <laughs> we we accused them of quite a bit that did not make it to, to print. Uh, the liberal media is keep, keeping us down, but uh, 
No, the uh, I mean, I I did voiceover for the Michael Myers thing that I I'm very excited for people to hear, and even that I was like, I can't believe this is the final option. Is that I'm doing this goofy ass voice? Do you want to give your listeners a little taste of what Michael Myers is going to sound like? Yeah, Michael Myers. You've never heard his voice before, but it's going to sound something like, "Hey guys, <laughs> bad idea." Uh, boo! Bad idea number two. <laughs> <laughs> Your coin phrase of "boo bad idea number two was something repeated by the cameraman throughout all of shooting. <laughs> boo, Hell yeah! Boo, bad idea number two. I yeah. love that. I love that. That uh, was a thing. I'm happy to see it on there. Uh, but Tommy, you also have a huge debut coming very yes. soon, and. Yes, and Patreon. an announcement. So yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Your vocals just got a little bit, but yeah, I'm putting out an EP of uh, original Christmas music. It's called "I Think I'm Starting to Like Christmas." Uh, it's going to be out in a couple weeks. And I'm a, if you're on the Patreon, or you should sign up for the Patreon, I'm going to debut all six songs in a special episode with Tom uh, on Friday, and he will rate them and break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, Christmas <laughs> will break your heart. <laughs> uh, I'm hey, very. If he breaks for that. your heart. Put those six songs ten times on a CD <laughs> and give it ten. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, really quick for the people, if I do put this on YouTube, I just want to show you my eye real fast. This is the sneak peek for you freaks out there who uh, were into this sort of shit. Look at that. Huh? Oh, man. Give a good look at it. Oh man, yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, my eye's bad, and Shane Torres is to blame. So cancel him, cancel Andy. And uh, <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks so much, Andy. This was a great time. Yeah, thank you for having and, me, uh, Tommy and Tommy. Thank you, Andy. We will see you guys next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.